everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 311. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I think the most exciting thing that has happened to me in the last couple of days is I got a pot from Target. Yay. Adulting 101. <laughs> well now, first off, we have to do something. Oh God. Happy birthday, Ranma! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, how old are you? 21. <laughs> okay. And he'll stay like that. <laughs> I need to find that clip from uh, Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century of a uh, young space kid handing Marvin and Martian a stick of dynamite. Like, Happy bitty, 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 bitty birthday, you think, from another world, you? Oh, thank you! <laughs> <laughs> Can't find it anywhere though. Uh, well, I, I I will I will go on record and say this: I have leveled up. That's always good. Or at least you will tomorrow. Yes, I still haven't decided on which picture I'm gonna flip it to for my birthday. For, for my birthday, Cause, cause I don't flip it over. My I don't flip it over until three forty-seven. Or after 347 so and I'm already getting birthdays uh, posts from people and most of them I'm like y'all are two and a half hours early but except for one person Jasmine who actually lives in Australia so technically it is the 24th where she is so it's okay she's not wrong in other words pretty much ah uh, we are live tonight, week of May 23rd, 2017, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla, you can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network where there is some more information about the Vogue Network. The podcast, we will tell you about the listening, and an IRC link that you can click on. If you have one of those default chat clients, it'll bring you right on in. And right now in the um, chat room, Rageinator is reminding me about the bass and the music. Well, here's the thing. When I play the remixes, by default, it goes through an equalizer and Winamp. And then again, the song, but actually before it hits Winamp, it goes through the equalizer in the Sound Blaster app, which I have turned off. Because I know with some remixes, it's putting putting it through the equalizer won't do you any good because you can barely hear it half the time. And then if you turn equalizer off, it just doesn't sound as crystal clear. So it's kind of like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And as for our Skype line, we have fixed that. It seems that there were some, it wasn't an issue with Echo 1, 2, 3, there was some wiring issues, which I have fixed. Which reminds me, I might have to get another external sound card. But, enough about that. Let's kick things off with, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. 
Uh, let's see. Well, there was CloverCon this past weekend. Yep. Which we'll all get into there. And uh, something else I forgot to mention last time. I had also seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 over the over last weekend. You don't say Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Alright. That was really really packed, too. So that was, that was good. It was that popular. Well, maybe you can give us a review of um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 if you can. Um... Yeah, maybe I'll write it down because I had to like jog my memory on it. Cause gotcha. Uh, let's see what else. Um, you know, just work's been a normal stuff going on lately, and I once again find myself fucking broke and needing to use all my next paycheck to cover the rent. Trust me, I know that feeling all too well. Also, for a lark, I just decided to uh, drop it on NerdFit's uh, Twitch stream last night and talk to them for a while. That's good. I gotta look into doing that myself. Could be fun. If I was to, if I was going to Twitch stream, I would just probably fire up some old ROMs and just sit there and play through them and just get my. That's what people do, and yeah. just occasionally let donations come in. Yeah. I doubt I'm that photogenic to warrant, you know, people looking at me and saying, there's a guy I want to give my money to. Well, I mean, outside of that, I mean, OLR and VOD Network, they do have a Twitch stream going, so maybe we can kind of... I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can... I do want us to do like a something like a 24-hour Twitch stream for fundraising. We can get all the different shows together and just like pass it off from one network to one podcast to another or something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, me too. I know I have Twitch on my PS4 so I can stream MLB the show if I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. And there is a there is a special video adapter you can get that you can plug in and connect your, your, your console to it and stream from your PC as well. So. Hmm. Alright, so that's how things have been going for me. I'll uh, get into the more the more the Clovercon stuff when we all start talking about it. Okay, cool. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um... Work, work. Clovercon. Work, work, work. Uh, that's it? Seriously, I lead a very boring life right now. I, I did adult... Uh, up today, I guess. What did you do? Um, my credit is good enough that I was finally able to, uh, get a credit card again. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a big step. My credit was, uh, so shitty that I was barely able to get into the apartment that I'm in now. Mm. Uh, the only reason why I was able to get into the apartment is because... They did not look at uh, student loan defaults. Oh god, I'm in that same boat. Yeah. I have um, exactly one credit card, and it only works at one very specific retailer. Yeah, so last year I had attempted to sign up for a Wawa card, which failed miserably. But I noticed the last couple of weeks that I've been getting the pre-approved credit card things, 
So I'm like, you know what, let me see what's going on. And I went on to apply and I was approved. I'm so excited. Like you just can't hide it? Yeah, yeah. Very much feeling adulty right now. Just remember, as an adult, everybody poops. Some more than others. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically it. As I said, uh, boring life right now. I'm stressing out over trying to get everything together for this coming weekend for yet another convention. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea where I'm going to find the time to do it all. You just have to learn how to stop time, I suppose. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not Sailor Pluto, nor am I a Time Lord. But do you have the, uh, the world stand by any chance? No. Unfortunately, I think I'm just going to be very stressed out until yeah, Friday at some point. Mm. Because I can't even leave work and just go straight to Brooklyn on Friday. I have to leave work and then go shopping and then come home and do the crap that I couldn't do to finish up for this week. Yikes. Yeah. So, yay time management, and, you know, I usually have Wednesdays off, but because the office is closed on Saturday, I agreed to go in tomorrow, so yay, I'm working tomorrow, so there goes any free time I had. I know that feeling. Yeah, adulting sucks. But we get, but we get access to the booze, though. Yeah, but adulting still sucks. Better than living with your parents. At least I think it is. I don't know. I never had an issue living with my mom. I cannot say the same. <clears throat> I can I can sit on the fence of that. That's all I can say. I can just sit on the fence. Yeah. Alright. So you done, Mako? Yep. Well, my weekend day has been pretty much the same. Hanging out with Mako-chan and Ari over the weekend while we're doing CloverCon. And here, here's something. Now, I told y'all about a couple of months ago, I think it might have been about three months ago, that my place had a flood and we had to get rid of two-thirds of the carpet. Somewhere in between there, one of my pots disappeared. I'm thinking, oh, it's over here. It's over here. Oh, it's inside the stove. I go digging in the stove for it. The oven. The pot is gone. And I'm like, how the fuck does a pot just get up and walk the fuck away? Maybe maybe one of your landlord's kids sold it for cash. I don't know. Knowing them, they wouldn't sell it for cash. They would use it as a projectile against one of the other siblings. So, I ended up last week going online to Target.com and buying another pot for 10 bucks, And it came today, and I was kind of happy about that. Also, I got another amazing package from my friend, um... Damn it, I cannot remember her name right now, but... She, she mailed me Girl Scout cookies, and I'm quite happy about that. So I have, <laughs> so I have four boxes of Tagalongs in my fridge and those are the nice best. those are the best ones hashtag fight me no i agree tagalongs win 
Oh, yes, indeed. And then it's a tie over Samoas and Thin Mints. No, thin Sorry, I'm all about the Thin Mints. See, Tagalogs, Thin Mints, everything else can just, it's like, whatever. No, I like chocolate and caramel and coconut. Nom, 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 nom. Well, you're kind of a nut anyway, so. Ho, 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 ho. And... And now is that time of the year where you can get your personalized Coke bottles. So I've been buying a bottle of a bottle of Coke at Target every week and tagging people's names in it like I always do. And I'm hoping that the Coke van comes around because it comes out to Coney Island like once or twice during the summer, and you can buy personalized cans, which is pretty cool. Let me know if you find one that says Ari. They custom do it. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get the glass bottles custom done and then shipped to you. It comes in a six-pack. That's kind of cool. I like that. Let's yeah. see... If my name is one of them this year. Aye! Of course, it's not saying what the names are. I'm starting to find it interesting that people, various people's last names are popping up on the cans like it's a first name. I'm just like, what? This passes as a first name? Okay. Well, maybe if some people have those first names that can pass as last, last names that can pass as first names. Probably. Wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. No. Alright, so you can go to shareacoke.com to customize your own glass bottles. Mm. And they're five dollars each. That ain't bad. I mean, for no, for a customized one, mm. no, not at all. And then you can, um, if you get the six pack, it ends up working out cheaper. Mm. And yes, Coke. I want money for that. Thank you. Please. <laughs> yeah. Here, have a Pepsi Fire. No. No, and cinnamon in a soda should not be a thing. Not a fan? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Now that we got that out the way, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we got some great news. And we also, and, and I'm kind of excited t talking about strange news for Japan because this is the first time we had to have a breaking news for that. The first time we, an article we had to be swapped out. Yeah, and you did the swapping, and you're making me read it. <laughs> well, I mean, each article kind of defines each person on the show, so... Are you freaking kidding me? No. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to bring that up. What the fuck are you going to make me read? Oh, you'll like it. I yeah. enjoyed that one. Yeah. I found all the articles while uh, we were at CloverCon at the hotel this weekend. Now you know what she was doing while she was laying down on the bed while we were watching wrestling. Oh, no. I was actually sleeping at that point. When I went into the room because I had a headache, I'm like, you know what? I can't fall asleep anyway. I'm going to find my articles. So, yeah. You can thank me having a headache and, Yeah. But I'm just saying, for that article, you do like your alcohol, so, you know. Meh. <laughs> Let, let's, let's just get on with it. Okay, okay, alright. We'll be back.
kind of go old school tonight so I enjoy Harlan He first season was great second season was what the fuck you're playing that because you saw that fan art of May from Overwatch doing the uh, how are you Kai aren't you that too <laughs> I already put the call out for fan art okay of course they did I, I, this is the first time I've ever been excited about looking forward to seeing fan art with when it comes to my fandoms most of the time it's like I'll come across it when I do. This, I'm like, somebody's got to do it. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. One, one, one more thing I want to talk about my weekend day. I'll uh, make it quick. They have been doing some, con like, I've been talking about the construction around here in my, in my area. Sort of, like, on the property. So, they, when they did the work, they had to take down the door for the wooden gate that's like before you come into my into where I live, y'all have seen that door, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I like the fact that I can just walk and come and go as I please. Did not need the door up there till they put the door up. Because I had asked myself, how are they going to put it? Because the way they have the gate going, I'm not going to have that much walk space. So they put the door up so that the kids can have a safe area to play in, which is understandable. So they put the door on a 45-degree angle. And I thought that was a great idea. Until I tried to open the door. Instead of pulling it open to walk in, 
I have to push it in, push the door in, then walk into my apartment. And I'm just like, that's amazing. Because I assumed that they were going to put the door further down where you don't need to come through that area where you don't have to come through the door to get to my apartment. You know, I thought that would make a lot more sense. So I might have to jury rig something so that it'll work that way instead. So, eh. But, um, let's see here. Um, let me see if I can find a, a, a good song here. Because I need to talk about um, a, a known um, J-pop artist. And this is something that we kind of... I don't know if we've talked about this previously, but I knew this was in... This was known for like about 15 plus years. And if you know this song, the instrumental, you probably have a good idea of what we're about to talk about. Um, Ayumi Hamasaki. I would say the... One, not a queen of J-pop, but a very popular J-pop artist. She has begun to lose her ability to hear out of her right ear, putting her on the path to becoming completely deaf. About 10 years back, she had said that she had gone deaf in her left ear and that she would completely retire when it was happening on her right ear. And a blog post on, on her website she revealed that about that news. After various hearing tests, her right ear, which has been working overtime to compensate for the deafness in her left ear, is quickly weakening. Just before the start of this year's tour, the singer has been experiencing vertigo and sickness, which I kind of understand that. She said that she was experiencing crippling dizziness, unable to walk in a straight line, and was often vomiting in the restroom while rehearsing at the studio. With her complete deafness becoming a reality, Hamasaki has been struggling to cope with how to move forward with life after spending the majority of it as a pop superstar. She says that she re remembers wondering how she'd be able to cope with two useless ears and that she would be in the dark. I, I, I get that, you know. This is the same thing that plagued Brian Johnson of ACDC. Yeah, didn't he retire? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because he was pretty much told he has to stop touring. Otherwise, he's going to go completely deaf. Okay, here it is. In 2000, she caught an ear infection while in the middle of a tour. The doctors advised her to rest and reduce her exposure to loud noises, but she did not listen to that. And resumed touring after being in the hospital for a few days. It was in 2008 she had permanently lost hearing in her left ear. Wow, that, I, I really feel bad for her. I really do. Um, on our website, on our Facebook page, um, facebook.com slash anime jam session, I did ask a couple of questions. Um, I did ask a question from a few people if, if they could tell us their favorite um, Ayumi Hamasaki song. One person, we have Evolution, which is actually one of my favorites. Uh, Days. Uh, Progress from Tales of Zillia. Grateful Days and Angel Song. I mean, did either one of you have a favorite or known Ayumi song? If nope. I knew it, I could. If I knew what it was, I'd be able to pinpoint it, but I can't think of its fucking name at this point. Mm. I, I'm not sure if it was any, any of the ones you just named or not. Probably not. You know, 
you're probably gonna end up hearing and be like, oh, I know what it is, you know. Yeah. Oh, wait. I just realized something. Thank you for telling me that, Regenerator. Thought I had done that. Uh, forgot to turn on check-ins. There we go. Yeah. Alright. Alright, now that we got that out the way, um... Mako-chan! Yes? This is both- this is everybody's fandom, but I know you've been covering this a lot more than, ever, than the rest of us. Yeah, so, um... Sailor Moon Musical. Which, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they announced on Thursday that they are going to be bringing back one of the, uh... Uh, quote unquote graduated character actors. Um, the 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 musical this time is uh, Le Movement Final, mm -hmm. which is going to be based off of the Stars series. Um, we do have confirmation that they are going to have um, Saya. Taiki and Yaten, uh, Princess Kakuyu, Sailor Galaxia, Sailor Iron Mouse, Sailor Tinyako, Sailor Aluminum Siren, and Sailor Lead Crow, Lead Crow. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, we'll get Shadow Galactica, who will be a completely different actress. Um, but on top of that, we will have Sailor Cosmos. And they are bringing in uh, Satomi Okubo, who played Sailor Moon in the first two stage musicals, uh, 2013 and 20, uh, 2013 through 2015, of this series of musicals. Um, so Don't not for nothing, really freaking cool that they're bringing Sailor Moon back in to play who is supposedly, according to... Uh, the manga, a future version of Sailor Moon. Um, that is definitely one way to use an aging actress that's supposed to be, you know, a 16-year-old mm -hmm. to come back in and play herself. I'm you from the future. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, actually really pretty freaking cool. Yes, it is. It's also a brilliant pl the casting decision on their part. I'm picturing that meme of the guy with the mustache going, with the cigar going, brilliant! Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if this was their idea from the start, because if it was, bravo. I don't know if they decided, hey, instead of getting somebody completely different, let's get, you know, Sailor Moon to play Sailor Moon. Mm -hmm. um, but either way... Awesome job, awesome idea, and I really, really can't wait. Yep. And I was seeing on Twitter that a fan rumor was spreading that they're going to make a big announcement about the musicals at Anime NYC, and I'm like, please don't. Don't, don't do it to yourself. Don't disappoint yourself. Do not set yourself up for it. Yeah, fall. don't, please. don't start rumors please. like that. You know, don't believe rumors until you actually hear shit, because not for nothing, 
as of right now, Viz has nothing to do with the musicals. Mm-hmm. So Viz being at Anime NYC, they would not be announcing anything to do with the musicals unless they're saying we got the rights to dub them. Or distribution. And yeah. if that's going to happen, you'd most likely hear that at either Anime Expo or Otakon. Mm-hmm. But seriously, don't hold your breath on it. I have already discussed this. I've said this during my Anime Matsuri review. They are not bringing the musicals over. It's not happening. Sometimes I figure how stubborn the damn fandom can be. Which one? All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah good point. Mm. God. Anywho, Ari. All right, uh, let's see. <clears throat> uh, live action Saint Seiya. Hang on, where was it? Oh, uh, yeah, live action Saint Seiya based off the manga. The iGod.com news website reported on Friday that a Hollywood live action film based off Masami Kurumada's Saint Seiya magnet has been greenlit. Tommy Animation and Chinese distribution company, a really good film company, ARGF, are oh. co-producing the film. Polish director Tomek Baginski, who previously directed the Academy Award-nominated short Katedra, is directing the film. ARGF's Jeffrey Chan and Tommy Animation's Yoshi Ikezawa and Joseph Cho will serve as producers. Kuramata, Tommy Animation's Kozo Morishita, Convergence Entertainment's Tim Kwok, and Miguel Fora will serve as executive producers. The story follows Seiya, a mortal who is trained to earn the sacred cloth of Pegasus. He joins the Saints, a group of fighters who must defend the universe in the reincarnation of the goddess Athena. Kuromata published the original Saint Seiya manga between 1986 and 1990. The manga has inspired a number of television, anime, OVA, films, and spin-off manga. The original series has 35 million copies in print. The Saint Seiya... Se- St. Thomas Show spin-off manga has an anime in the works. This media published the original manga in English under the, t- under the title Knights of the Zodiac. <clears throat> ADV Films released Sewing Animation's anime ad- adaptation with an English dub under Knights of the Zodiac and later released it under Saint Seiya. And new video group was also released on DVD. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as it's not going to go into the, uh, you know, Knights of the Zodiac, you know, completely sterilized, quote, they bleed Gatorade, unquote, I'll be okay with it. Same. Now, when this article popped up, a lot of people were complaining that Hollywood is going to fuck this movie up. Probably. No. Here's the thing. You have a Japanese and a Japanese company and a Chinese distribution company working on it. If anything, they would need, like, Universal or Sony to distribute the film in theaters, if that. This is all being done by them. If they use the Bowling for Soup cover of Iran, I'll be okay. Because mm. seriously, that was the best part of the uh, Saint, uh, Knights of the Zodiac dub. I really didn't watch that per se, but I do want to get the series on DVD or Blu-ray. It is a good. I have like the. I think I still have the first first volume. I, I don't even remember anymore. I think I have the first season on DVD. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. And Saint Seiya has like five, six different spin-offs and stuff. 
So that's very that's a very popular series. It mm-hmm. definitely blew up in in Latin American countries, where the title Knights of the Zodiac did come from. So. Los Caballeros de la Zodiac. De Zodiac. Yep. I may have mangled the Spanish translation of that, but pronunciation. So yeah, feel free to correct me. I think you did pretty well. See, I I would go and check into the forums to see what people are saying, but it, it's reading forums on a anime website is like reading the comments on a Yahoo article. There are some things you don't do. So, anywho, let's see what's next here. Um, Mako, your fandom once again. I yeah, I was really excited to hear about this. Um. So it was announced in a press release on Thursday that Lupin the Third Part Four will premiere on Adult Swim's Toonami Block, June seventeenth. Um, the series will air weekly with an English dub. Mm. Uh, so this series was actually previewed at Katsukon with the dub, um, and was released on Blu-ray and DVD this year. So, yeah, um, you got returning voice actors and actresses, you got, uh, returning, um, directors, uh, really, really, really excited about this, uh, it's, um, the newest series, I guess, uh, yeah. the one that premiered in 2015. Yeah, this is when he was in Italy, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's uh, the quote-unquote blue-jacketed Lupin. There's a blue-jacket version, too? Yeah, I mean, basically, each jacket color represents a different time in his life. Yep. Um, so How much I did know. I didn't know there was a blue one. Yeah, there's, there's... yeah this is the newest one that's out. This actually is uh, Lupin and his 20s. So this is the youngest version of him so mm-hmm. far. I believe so. Normally, you know Lupin from if he's wearing either the green or the red jacket. Right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. But, hold on. <clears throat> the, the thing is, everybody knows Lupin from the green jacket. And if you see the red one, you think it's, um, what's his name from... Ah, what's that series? Um, I don't know. I'm not inside your head. No, I know. I thought Ari might know which series I'm talking. It's an animation where the one character keeps getting killed over and over and over, and it has a dog that everyone that that's trying that people try to eat or something like that. What's thing tries to eat? Um, Excel Saga. Yes. Yeah, I was uh, trying to figure out what you were talking about too. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a character that wears a red jack, red or green jacket that some people might mistake for Lupin if you're not paying attention to the afro. Yeah, I would not mistake that character at all. Well, that's you. I'm just, you. That's us. But it, it has happened before. It has happened before. Yeah, well then, people are weird, because... Yeah. Yeah, Nabashin, yeah. People people have mistaken Nabashin for, um, for Lupin. I, I've seen this happen m- 
one too many times. But, but, yeah, how? Except for the fro, um, Nabashin's outfit is, is pretty much similar to Lupin's. Yeah, the red jacket version. Mm-hmm. Because I remember him from a Nerima Daikon Brothers. Yep. And now Mako-chan probably is looking it up to see for herself. No, I I know both series. Yeah. I rather enjoy XL Saga. But I, for one, would never think that they look the same. I know, but even in the wiki, it says here that he's dressed in the likeness of Lupin III, but sports a giant afro. And rolls up his sleeves. And, sure. yeah, um, no. But the thing is, most people who cosplay uh, Nabashin do not roll up their sleeves. Yeah, well, yeah. that's an issue. I know. I know. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm looking at the anime side by side, and I'm mm -hmm. just like, what? I know. I know. Okay. Whatever. I will one day cosplay as Hyatt. But that's for later. Mm. Fair enough. All right. Now that we got the uh, news from Japan out the way, um, <clears throat> excuse me. We are going to talk about uh, a convention that we went to over the weekend, a one-day convention, um, CloverCon. It's I have to say it's one of the, it's one of our favorite cons we like going to. It's stand it's pretty straightforward and it's fun. It's kind of reminiscent of the early '90s conventions that you would go to. This year, we decided to do things different and, like, get a room nearby. So that way, it only takes, like, what, 10, 15 minutes to get there as opposed to an hour traveling up. And, you know. Mm -hmm. An hour at least. Yeah. But now that we got that aspect out of the way, um, who wants to go first talk about their, um, their, their experience at CloverCon? You want to? Because, uh, because we can, like, play off of you, especially, like, the... The uh, day before the hotel. <laughs> no, we'll just talk about the. No, we don't have to worry about that part. You know, what did we do that Saturday? We just chilled out in the hotel room and watched um, '90s cartoons. That's what we did. And uh, everyone hates Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor, Jesus fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, anywho, um, CloverCon is, is a small convention there. When you walk in, you know you have your main events room where they have all, where they have the panels like Michelle Knotts' Pokemon game, and there was also a I think there was a Pokemon voice scripting panel I believe where they were reading some of the scripts. Yeah, that was later on in, mm -hmm. in the day. With uh, James Carter Cartcart, who does the voice, he does Meowth and James, right? Yes. yes. All right. So all me all three members of Team Rocket, right there. There you go. But, uh, which which is pretty cool, you know. And the uh, game show that they had, it was uh, the one developed by uh, Craig Wicker. Yeah. The uh, matching one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it, was, it was based off, they did, they, they did Pokemon-themed versions of the Joker's Wild and, I guess, Concentration. Yeah, but it was just the Concentration one they did that. 
that weekend, that day. No, but they no, they did. did the, they, they did the Joker's Wild. Yeah, mm -hmm. I wasn't there for that one. Yeah, I, yeah, it's the Joker's Wilds base and then trivia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just there for the uh, first round with the <clears throat> with the concentration one where I ended up. Or she just said, "Yeah, you guys can both pick something." Yeah, everybody. Even, yeah, even everybody's I, a winner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I walked off with a. Uh, I believe it was Magic Knight Ray Earth manga. Like volume two. Gotcha. Okay. And over on the other side there was a uh, there was another panel room going on. Um I checked up for a little bit. It was talking about the history of I think about life in Japan, which was pretty cool. And then there was another it was a video room I had popped in, they were showing the dub to Sailor Moon Crystal, which I thought was pretty nice. And I have yet to sit down and fully watch those episodes. It's been a while since I did. I had seen the second episode. The voices are pretty good. Yeah. I still say they should have gotten separate voices for Sailor Moon Crystal because Crystal has a, di has a different tone as opposed to classic, but eh. I can't watch them. I know you can't. Nothing against the voice actors and actresses that they picked, but I, I can't. I can barely tolerate the original English over the Japanese I I can't do the new stuff it just it's so knowing how the Japanese wanted it knowing the manga it, it seems just so out of character to me now <laughs> <laughs> but um on a side note anime NYC does did is getting the entire cast so I do plan on getting I have like this one poster of all of them. I plan on getting that signed and hopefully my picture with them dressed as human Artemis. So that'll be cool. Goals. Yeah. So I went into the, to the little dealer's room, which is pretty cool. And I picked up a, as they called it, a vintage Super Sailor Venus plush doll, which I do need to kind of run the lint roller over and hang up, which is pretty cool. I think that was, like, I think that was pretty much my only per purchase that, that weekend. Um, their ma they do have their masquerade, but it's it's slightly different. And I think this year they actually gave out um awards. They gave them out last year. They their did. masquerade really isn't a masquerade. Mm -hmm. Um, their masquerade is a catwalk. Yes, is what it is. Um, years past they've basically just had everybody compete together. This year they broke it down in age group, mm -hmm. which I liked that they broke it down. I didn't quite like the wait time in between. Um, only because, you know, I just, I, I'm standing up there and I'd rather see everything kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, but I did, I did enjoy that they broke it down so that each age group uh, got their own awards. Uh, first place, second place, third place, mm -hmm. honorable mention, most energetic, uh, that kind of stuff. And then I know they ended up giving out a, an award uh, based on the first, second, and third places from each category, too. And I thought that was pretty good. I, mm -hmm. I really like that. Yeah, my, my only thing, again, is just the wait time. Um, I, I don't know, like... I think it was just the way that they did it. Like, they were calling certain people back up, and at that point, you knew that you know, those couple of people that they were calling up were probably getting awards. Mm -hmm. So well, I was just thinking about the other people waiting in line that are seeing these people come up 
being asked questions and then they're still just standing there. So I, I almost feel that they either needed to have somebody sitting at the table when everybody was registering, asking questions about the costumes and the props and stuff like that, or just to not bring them up or, you know, ask them questions as they're going by or something, just only because it made it very obvious who the judges were looking at at that point. Probably so, yeah. So, but at least during during that downtime, they did give people a bit of an opportunity to do like a skit or something extended. So, that was yeah, nice. if they if they wanted to come back up and do something um, as a group, because there were a couple of people that came in as groups uh, from different shows. So if they had something that they had planned, they were able to go up and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like that. Uh, I know last year my biggest complaint was that the vendors were unable to really make their sales because since everybody was on the Wi-Fi instead of just the mm-hmm. vendors, nobody could use the Wi-Fi. Yeah. There were just too many people on it. So this year they actually um, password protected it and only gave it to the vendors. So I was actually able to use my credit card this year with no issue, not having to run outside to try and get a Wi-Fi uh, to get a data signal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually able to make a purchase that I wanted to. So that was very, very happy. Yeah. Yeah, they had a booth that basically was all boy love stuff, and I was very happy about that. <laughs> might as well tell the audience what you bought. Um, yeah, so... Uh, this one booth, it had a bunch of, like, it had free and it had, um, you know, different boy anime, boy, I should say boy-centric anime stuff. And that's basically all it was. So I noticed as I was walking past the first time that she had um, Earth High Defense Club love stuff. And every time I passed, she was putting more stuff out based on the anime. Uh, so I did end up having to go in there, and I bought a magazine that has posters in it and a little uh, blind bag that had a pin in it. Mm. So I was I was very happy with my purchases and very happy that I could make the purchase. It's, it's like they, they were just enticing you every time you walked by, like, let's put this... Oh, on. you have no idea, and it was like <laughs> the very first booth when you walked into the... Um, into the gym too so I had no choice but to look at it every time I walked in there but yeah um, I was uh, very impressed with the food this year mm-hmm. um, they had the uh, Asian club doing the food again this year I know last year they weren't able to be there but um, you can tell it was all homemade Uh, The veggies tasted like, you know, just fresh out of the garden kind of, uh, kind of food. Uh, So you can tell that they had gone shopping uh, recently to buy all the ingredients for it. They make really good bubble tea. (laughs) I know, I tried some of it. Yeah, the bubble tea was good. I ended up, um, by the end, having three cups of it. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. But they had your general, you know... Uh, they were selling pizza. They were selling hot dogs. Um, they were doing home, uh, like st- uh, homemade uh, pork fried rice. They did vegetable lo mein, and then they had a crap ton of chips and pocky and 
haichu and things like that mm-hmm. for sale as well. They had ramune. Uh, so their little food court thingy was pretty good. Indeed. I'll have to do that next year because, you know me, I always bring my own food, you know. But Well, I mean, it's not expensive. For five yeah. bucks, I got an entire plate of pork fried rice and had my choice of either a soda, a water, or a spring roll. So that's not bad for five bucks. It really isn't. And then you could have gotten the lo mein instead of the fried rice. But, like, the, the hot dogs were $2, the pizza was $2 a slice, that kind of thing. So it's it's not like they were overcharging you just because they were the only food there. Mm-hmm. Unlike some places we've been to. Yeah, I mean, you go to a convention in a convention center, you're getting convention center prices. You go to a convention in a hotel, you're getting hotel prices. Uh, but I mean, CloverCon, it's, it's a local convention. Mm-hmm. It's all for the 4-H club. All of the proceeds go to 4-H. Yeah. Um, everybody working there is part of 4-H. So they're not looking to screw people over because the people that are there are, you know, basically their friends and family. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what they, I like, because I'm just saying back in the day when we, when we, most, when we started going to conventions, all the money that you put towards the con, like, for your badge and all that, went back into the convention to bring you better stuff. Mm-hmm. That is heavily debated to this day because of prices and so forth. But at least you could say with, with CloverCon, it's going back into it. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to see is some of the older cosplayers, the older generation, coming to this convention and, like, <sighs> hanging out with the new generation of cosplayers coming in and show them stuff. I, I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Learning from their example. Exactly. You know. Yeah, I have to say my favorite cosplay this entire weekend <laughs> was a little girl. Her first cosplay ever, she cosplayed as Nurse Joy. Extremely excited to meet Michelle, you know, getting out there. She ended up winning first place in the children's division. Mm-hmm. But, like, when she was up there and she realized that she was going to get first place, the just the joy on her face because this was her first time yep. at a convention cosplaying. Mm-hmm. You know, she was doing it just for fun. She was doing it because she enjoyed the character, because she enjoyed the costume, because she, like, you know, she just wanted to be at the convention and here it is. She's getting an award basically saying, you know, you got first place in the kids division and she was, she didn't know what to do with herself. She was just so happy to be there. Yes. And I'm like, I want to see adult cosplayers go back to that. I, mean, I want to see adult cosplayers just so excited to be at a convention, so excited to dress up and be the character, and just be surprised as shit if they win something. Mm-hmm. Not expecting it, not demanding it, not you know going up there to win. Just going up there to have fun. I want to see that little girl's reaction in the adults in the people that are fighting and bitching and complaining and moaning. I, I, I want to see that joy. I miss seeing that joy. The thing is, it's still there per se, but you don't see it from everybody. So, you know, again, that's something that if we, let's not go down that tangent because we will sit on this for about a good hour and a half. <laughs> And knowing me, I will start naming names, and then there will be pitchforks 
and people demanded me hung from a tree outside my apartment. And we yeah, can't, let's not go that yeah, far. We can't have that. I will say this about Clover Con. Con. If you're an older Congo or you kind of miss the days of early con going and stuff, this is something you should check out. It's only from like 10 to 5, so it's it's straightforward. It's pretty fun. I would definitely... We- Unless anything happens with scheduling for next year, we'll definitely be there for 2018. Yeah, I think, you know, we missed the first convention, and then I think we missed one uh, one convention after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2015 we missed only because the following weekend we were going to Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember going to that one either. Yeah, I don't think anybody ended up getting yeah. to that one that year. So, I mean, this is a convention that we've been going to, you know, basically every year as as long as we can. And I will continue going to it because, you know, it just, it's that, that family feel. And I don't mean like, you know, family-friendly convention. I mean that everybody that goes into this convention is family. You aren't, you know, the, the staff treats you like you want to be treated. Exactly. You're not looked down upon. You're not, you know, the staffers haven't worked for 24 hours straight. They're not cranky. So, I mean, it's 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 a nice change of pace from going to, you know, the bigger name conventions. They just keep it simple, straightforward. And I will, mm-hmm. I will say this. I mean, if you're, if, if you're traveling more than an hour away for this convention... There are a few hotels nearby. I'm just saying it's worth, you know, dropping like 80 bucks for, if you're coming up with a couple of friends, you know, stay at a local hotel and then come through, you know? Yeah, I have to say I very much enjoyed staying the night and not having to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning yeah. to make it there for 10 o'clock because that is a long drive at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Especially since you got such a nice hotel, too. There are all suites and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are tons of hotels up there. You're you're about 15 to 20 minutes away from uh, Rutgers University. Yep. So, the main campus? Yes, mm-hmm. the main campus. Uh, most of the time, you do have issues with uh, Rutgers commencement, graduation commencement. This year... It was actually the weekend before, so we didn't have to deal with that traffic. We didn't have mm-hmm. to deal with, you know, the family coming in from wherever they were coming in from. So, I mean, there are tons of hotels in the area. Even if it's not, you know, five minutes away, ten minutes away, there are some that are, you know, a little bit further off that are going to be extremely cheap. So it's not, you know, a money breaker. It's not something that's going to empty your wallet. And like I said, if you've got a couple of friends you want to bring up, make it even better. Yeah, I mean, don't, it's not your typical convention. Mm -hmm. There were people out playing volleyball in character. Yes. Um, Yeah, yeah, I forgot that there were like, there were like, you know, courts like that outside. There was also this big... Maze, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't even go into the maze because I didn't know what that was. But over by that maze, there is like a bench where you can sit down and relax. There's a couple of nice trees where you can just chill out and hang out. And they had like a like a tent set up for meetups. And there was a tie dye shirt uh, station. Mm-hmm. 
So that's yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely the, there's a lot of different things to do. Um, next year, I want to kind of set up and maybe do a picnic mm -hmm. because there's so much space, you know, and in, in the grass and everything. Um, I was hesitant to go into the grass and under the trees this year only because I know ticks are very, very horrible this year. And I seem to be a magnet for bugs. Yeah. Um, so I did not do some of the uh, enjoyable things in the outside areas. But the weather was gorgeous. I mean, they really lucked out. Sometimes we've dealt with rain. Sometimes there's, you know, horrible humidity. But this year, this the weather was just amazing. Yes, and the weather did throw me a bone because when I went to travel down that Friday, it was hot as hell. So I wore shorts. Saturday, I should have worn pants. Sunday, it kind of evened itself out. So. Yeah, we we got I got spoiled on the uh, high 80s weather the, in the week leading up to it. I think we all did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as for me, like, <clears throat> I didn't do as much as you guys. I remember I went upstairs to compete in the uh, Settlers of Catan uh, board game tournament. Turns out tournament only meant there were three people playing, just uh, me and two other guys. Yeah. One. <clears throat> and what they hit, and apparently they, they got this special table from some kind of board gaming convention where it was like it was like designed specifically to play a Catan, you know, had all the perfect nice. cutouts for all the parts and pieces and whatnot. And I ended up winning at the last possible moment and I walked out with a copy of this game called Code Names. That's pretty cool. It's a board game. I uh, haven't gotten a chance to open it or look through it yet. I just know I want to at least attempt to learn the rules so I can <clears throat> You know, bring it over to our next game night. That's cool. And I wandered around cosplaying as Mario most of the week, most of the day. Woohoo! And yeah, we got to hang out with Michelle and all, but <clears throat> something I always found weird about her. She never calls me Ari. She always calls me by my real name. Well, that's what she knows you by. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com. Use the passphrase, lease. Oh. I keep telling him, my friends call me Ari. I'm like... Eventually. It's like like another friend of mine. He, up until recently, he goes by his middle and last name, but on his resume it's his full name, and recruiters have been calling by his calling him by his first name. And I, and I, had to, and I told him, if your, if your full name is on there, regardless of how your email address is set up, they're going to call you at that first name. Now, they still do it and they have your updated resume where you're not listed by that. It's just that their system hasn't updated yet. So, you know. So, yeah, definitely, if we can do it, we'll definitely be there next year. It's just a fun throwback of when we first started going to conventions and having a good time. And it's worth it. And they're doing their best, you know, to, to keep it going. And they do want to get a new lo they want I think a lot of the money that's coming in is to build out a new lo a new location that's more state of the art, which is pretty cool. And I think they're gonna keep it closer where you can use both um locations back and forth. And I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm just big on anything helping the local community. Mm-hmm. 
We all gotta start somewhere. Exactly. And speaking of starting off... There we go. Strange news from Japan. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> So, yeah, I have the first one. This is not what I picked out. Yeah. This is something that Ranma found and is now forcing me to read. Heart. Yeah. Um. So, well, you did say uh, the second one would be perfect for me, so I'm sticking with that. I didn't say anything about the second one being perfect for you. Mm. I just said I wanted to see Ori's reaction reading the third one. End of story. That's all I said. Okay. So, yeah. Um, a Japanese love doll exhibition opens in Tokyo. Uh, with nipple-poured love juice for the visitors. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um... So those of you that don't know what a love doll is, it is a human-like, um, human-sized sex doll. Uh, they are, you know, extremely lifelike and only getting more lifelike as technology increases. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, ugh. So it's the company's 40th anniversary. And the exhibition is going to contain photos and dolls documenting the company's progression from the early prototypes produced in the 80s and 90s through to their first silicone mold uh, quote-unquote jewel series from 2001 and the jewel real taste series which came out in 2011. Uh, the features have become more realistic um, with soft silicone casings that give them an authentic skin feel. The dolls can be posed freely, which helps make them as lifelike as possible. Um, and then in order to, experience, uh, to exactly see how real they can be, the company has set up an experience corner. Um, and while they're quiet on the details, they're expecting it to involve non-sexual touching and posing with the dolls for photos. Yeah, okay. Another highlight of the event will be the chance to drink love juice poured from the nipple of a talking party doll. Anticipating None of this sounds any way pleasant. <laughs> Anticipating high demand for the juice, the company warns that there may be long wait in line to try the freshly poured drink. Um, in addition, they are celebrating their milestone anniversary with the release of a new official Love Doll photo book called Synthetic Lady Art Gallery Jewel, which will be released on May 27th. Uh, visitors will also be able to purchase another photo book called Love Doll uh, Shin, uh, Shinoyama Kishin, featuring images designed to highlight the realistic features of Orient Industry dolls. 
encouraging viewers to see them as real women rather than sex dolls. Yeah, easier said than done. Yeah, that's yeah. impossible. So the exhibition uh, exhibition is running uh, between May 20th and June 11th. It'll be closed on Tuesdays, and tickets to get in are only a thousand yen. And uh, the yeah. exhibition contains graphic imagery, and adult discretion is advised. Mm-hmm. Let's say. Also, one of the first comments is, "When are they going to make a male version? Drinkability optional." <sighs> Marco, you want to answer that one? I, I'm I'm not touching that one. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. And as somebody says, it's Japan, so they can be very quirky. Again, that first comment, I mean, really, I ain't surprised by any of that at all. None whatsoever. Uh, but moving right along. Now, this is something I would probably want in my, in my house. A Shogun Sound Toilet Hack covers the sound of your poops with battle cries. When it comes to public pooping facilities in Japan, it's often a case of feast or famine in terms of functions and creature comforts. Sometimes you'll enter a stall to find a squat toilet, which for the uninitiated requires precise, precise posture and positioning, but on the other end of the spectrum are the country's high-tech human waste receptacles with heated seats and adjustable bidet sprays. You know, I kind of want one. A friend actually imported one from Japan and ran her about $1,000 or something like that. Anyway, you got money. Uh. One of the classiest features of the Japanese toilets is the Otohime, which is Sound Princess. Pushing the corresponding buttons on the toilet con control panel causes a speaker to emit privacy-protecting sounds to cover your tinkle, as well as the grunts, air whooshes, and plops of a much more strenuous uh, poop. So that way there is no embarrassment of having the person in the next stall hearing everything as it goes down. I believe it was Jeff Foxworthy who said, I believe the only thing worse than having diarrhea is having it, trying to have it quietly in a public restroom. <laughs> yeah. And as Rageinator says, Japan being quirky is a bit of an understatement. But as the name implies, sound princess functions usually involve delicate sounds such as a babbling brook or chittering birds. While they create an elegant atmosphere, uh, one Japanese Twitter user worries about how effective they are for heavy-duty pooping. So, that tweet came caught the attention of another user who took an idea and ran with it and created a working prototype. And... I'm going to adjust the volume for this because I, I I have to hear this just for morbid for the sake of morbid curiosity. Uh, here we go. 
That sounds more like a call to arms, really. Well, apparently it says that Samurai shouting, move out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he's... He, he, he's not wrong. True to the Twitter user's uh, vision, cross underscore KE, pushing the buttons brings forth a three trumpeting blast from a conch shell, which is the battlefield and communication in Japan's feudal period. After that, Sarek can be heard shouting, move out as his brothers in arms advance, ideally coinciding with when your poop drops. And people were kind of impressed by it. Open the castle gates, it's time to deploy. A truly exalted personage is departing for the front. The toilet is a battlefield. I'd like a slightly more relaxed sound lord of the castle. Someone should totally mass produce this and sell it to highway rest stops. The last comment might not be too much of a far-fetched. Some rest, Japanese rest stops go all out with their bathroom amenities, and some are keen to play up to their local historical, historical heritage. But some tourism promotions are already attracting those who'd like to sleep like a samurai, there just might be benefits to giving travelers a touch of the old-school ambiance when they're performing other functions as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, is this me now? Yes. Japanese musician uses female pubic hair to produce, uh, um, unprecedented sound in new song? What the fuck? Um, <clears throat> musician Taku Takahashi is best known as the DJ from M-Flow, one of Japan's most influential hip-hop acts. Yeah. Since the group's vocalist like the group not long after its creation, M-Flow has gone on to collaborate with a number of other singers and artists. <clears throat> Takahashi, Takahashi recently finished his latest short adventure, a track titled In Motion. While it's an instrumental piece, Takahashi worked with a large number of creative partners, but before getting him, take a listen to the finished product. And I will post the link in the chat for everyone, because if I have to suffer through this, everyone else has to as well. Um, <clears throat> wild yet elegant plaintive but possessing an undeniably competent sensuality might even detect an organic even feminine feel oh my god they're just making it worse perhaps a product of 15 women who play critical role in, in motions creations these women aren't musicians but volunteers who donated their pubic hair to curvaceous outline of which were mapped as sound waves which formed the melody on which Takahashi dropped the Oh my god. I, I. The production of In Motion, also called Pubic Hair Grooving In Motion, was sponsored by Datsumo Re Recipe, a website with information on pubic hair grooming and removal. Even the title In Motion is a reference to the hair down there as. The Japanese word for it is in mode. 
Shiburi Yamane, one of the producers, recalls the genesis of Emotion's concept does, I got this idea that pubic hair of sorts looks like sound waves, now all I all wanted to do was create those sound waves. Oh my. On the project's official website, you can even listen to samples of the sound of individual... What the fuck kind of a sentence is that? The sound of individual pubic hairs. Ugh. Despite Takashi... Tagachi's extensive experience in the music industry, this was an unprecedented challenge for him. The tune itself is a bit unstable. No shit. To be oh. honest, it wasn't easy to attain these unruly notes into a piece of music. Oh my god. The real challenge is how deep can we go with pubic hair? That's the message of our song. This song is sending out tons of messages, but that's not one of the ones I'm currently thinking of. Well, I'm done. <laughs> well, let's kind of hear how this sounds. Okay. Oh god, the beat even sounds dirty. But the stereo sound is pretty nice, though. So, should I not mention that it sounds like cat screaming? No, I kinda thought that was given. I'm going to plead the Fifth Amendment! You know, pussy, cat. Yes! I felt it was that appropriate for me to say. Yes, but I can. Yeah, I know you can. Yeah. Now, when I first heard this song, when I first read this article, something up, something else came came to mind. I think we all know this little doohickey right here. Oh god damn it, you've made it worse. Frogamonic Horton, he did ride Crambo. Frogamonic Horton, he did ride Crambo. Frogamonic Horton, he did ride a sword and a revolver by his side. Crambo. Give me a kitty, I need myself a guitar string! <laughs> I fucking hate you guys sometimes. But we love you. But um, for now, we have the Skype line open. We're going to open it just for a couple of minutes. So if you have something to say, speak now, forever hold your peace. Or we kind of sort of get ourselves back together before we wrap it up and get the hell up on out of here. Sorry, I'm watching cooking videos and it looks amazing and now I'm hungry. What cooking video you look, are you looking at? Uh, bacon Burger Bites. Ah. And they look delicious. Like, we might have to make these this weekend. 
think we can do that. Yeah, if the, uh, you know, uh, freaking shit would come out for the convention so I would know times and shit. Yeah, I, I need to go double check the site my own self, so. Yeah, I still don't think they've posted the schedule yet. Mm. And this is a convention that starts on Friday, which is three days away. And look, I get it, first year convention and everything, but at the same time, I'm really, really hoping this doesn't blow up in their faces. I don't see why not, but well, at least it won't be like New Jersey Comic Anime Con. That that, that was special within itself. All right. Um, so All right, we have schedule. Oh, the schedule's out? It's horribly placed on here, but yes, we have schedule. I will definitely check that out. And like, I can't even read it. That's how horribly placed it is. Well, you know what? Why don't we take our last break and I'll, and I'll try to take a look at the schedule and kind of figure shit out. So, okie dokie. Right. Yeah, we kind of need it after that last article. Uh huh. And on that note, we'll be back.
I'd have to fix the timing on that and adjust it a little bit better or remind myself to turn off the mixer, but the mix fade on that. But um, that's it. That's the end of our show. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post all of our um, links to our convention videos, convention photos, our cosplay stuff, tutorials, convention reports, anime reviews, editorials, and all that cool stuff. Post it. We have something going up maybe almost every single day or every other day, so definitely check that out. But one thing that definitely goes up every week is our podcast, which is Fridays, which may be moving to a new time. Stay tuned on that. And if you want to check out our podcast on other sites, you can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the Vogue Network forums, where it's posted every single week. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post our convention videos, cosplayer interviews, voice actor interviews, and other random cool stuff that we see in our travels. So definitely check on that. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, where we post information about our podcast when we're going live, conventions that we're going to, and other cool stuff. And then there's our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And I just want to say to everybody who follows us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, other social sites, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for supporting us. As long as you continue to support us, we'll continue to bring you some more content, which is pretty awesome. But don't forget, we're not the only geek show on the VOG Network. Um, you can always check out Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, Ranger Pride, Game Bowie, and a brand new podcast to the Vog Network family, Hooked on Bond. So definitely check into that. And don't forget, we are here twice a week. You're here live Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, but Encore Presentation Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So now we're going to go around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. Uh, sorry, M- my throat's been bothering me for the past couple of days. It feels mm. like, a, like I permanently got a lump in the back of it, back of mm. my throat, or like someone's like very weakly strangling me. Ooh. That's not good. Doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. Last words, Mako-chan. I don't want to go to work tomorrow. Just want to stay home and bang your drum all day? Yes. Gotcha. Actually, I just want to stay home and do laundry and pack. Gotcha. My last words is, I think I came across a couple of con videos on my phone, so I'm probably going to edit and upload them to our Facebook page. We'll see. I think I think I can do that, amongst other stuff and so forth. That's it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So. Until next time, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makachan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. Good night, everybody. Good night.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!